Blog Talk Radio. There is a chance for the President of the United States to use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. New world coming. America will become increasingly vulnerable to hostile attack on our homeland. And our military superiority will not entirely protect us. Not protect us. Americans will likely die on American soil. And I believe it will also be said of this age, the first decade of the 21st century, that out of what is, will be seen as the greatest restructuring of the global economy, perhaps one even greater than at the time of the Industrial Revolution, a new world order was created. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations, a new world order. Now, get ready to enter the zone where real life is stranger than fiction. The place where the news may seem like a dream, and the dream may be a matrix of reality. Let us now expose all lie of the devil and bring to light all the secrets of the enemy, because God truth will set you free. John 832. You're listening to This Week in the Zone with your host and watchman on the wall, Phil Armstrong. Okay, uh, I just been cut off, so it seems like when you got a nice flow going. You get cut off. Um, that is crazy. And that's the devil's doing. It's not mine. Of course, it could be blog talks, too. But <laughs> for right now, I'll just blame it on the devil. The devil made me do it. Or the devil made me hang up. Okay, so let's hope it doesn't. Pray to God that it does not hang up. And uh, so Israel's prime minister says no deal unless Palestinians recognize Jewish state. Now, I'm going to stop right here, and I'm going to pray for the rest of the show. Now, it might hang up on us or whatever, but starting now, we're going to pray before the show, when, when the show comes on to the audience. But Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus that we proclaim your word and proclaim your warning as a watchman. We pray, Father God, that this instrument that we use, Bog Talk Radio, will be made in, in to, to work for us today in the name of Jesus. We pray the blood over the show, and we thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to hang up. It might be a trial for me. But uh, anyway, so how could you... Uh, have a peace deal going on without the recognition of the Jewish state, who is the one you're making a peace deal with. I'm speaking of the Palestinians and all the people in the Middle East. That is preposterous. Uh, I think it's it's crazy. Now, um, we know how Iran feels about uh, Israel. Uh, and uh, Iran is scoffing at weapons claims that uh, Israel's putting out to the West. And, uh, you know, we're not going to get anywhere. This world's not going to get anywhere, especially at a peace agreement, while uh, people are thinking this way about uh, Israel. Now, we know why the United States, after so many years of leading in the peace talks, will ultimately fail because we have a president in office who is going to turn his back away from uh, the Jewish people. Now, we had some signs and clips and signals and shadows that uh, George Bush was sort, sort of turning on Israel somewhat. But this guy's the ultimate uh, turner, uh, should I say. Um, so that's not, that's not good at all. Um, and we have to look at that kind of stuff, that what is going on in our world today is setting the stage for Bible prophecy to be fulfilled, as uh, Jimmy DeYoung says. Um, so, Iran general says that uh, they are just waiting for the order to destroy Israel. What order is that? And I got that from now the end begins. They're waiting for an order to destroy Israel. And I believe it. 
Now, where's the order coming from? Is it coming from the clerics? They're, they're, I mean, they're, Jew, they're religious leaders, or is it coming from the New World Order? Or is it coming from? I, I believe it's coming from Russia. Uh, they probably made a deal with Russia. And this is just me speculating that uh, that deal was strong enough, um, and Russia is giving them economic support. That uh, you know, it's going to make a big difference. Uh, how Russia feels before Iran does anything. And we know by Ezekiel 38 39 that Russia will lead a confederation um, against Israel. Now, I said I was going to talk about Damascus, and the only thing I want to say about Damascus truly is that it will set the stage for Bible prophecy to be fulfilled. It will be next the next big thing on the list. Now, I also believe that there can be a terrorist attack coming from any angle. Uh, and I wouldn't rule out something spectacular happening. Now, am I pro- prophesying? No, I'm not prophesying anything. But I would not rule out uh, Luke 21 being Planet X. I would not rule out... Um, Luke 21 also being the signs that God talked about and um in Genesis where he said that this the 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 sun the sun moon and stars therefore signals and signs um it says in Luke 21 it says and there shall be signs in the sun and the moon and in the stars and upon upon, upon the earth discuss a nation with perplexity the seas and the waves roaring Man's hearts fell in them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. What's coming on the earth? What things? Now, is is that talking in the tribulation period, or is this talking about what's coming before the tribulation period? And um, what could tell us some more information on this. Now, the fig trees, the parable of the fig trees, it says, Behold the fig tree and all the trees. When they now shoot for, you know, you see that, and you know that you're um, close to summer, of course. So likewise, ye, when you see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, I add, look, um, verse 30, but it's, it actually says, When they now shoot for, you see and know of your own selves that summer is now my night nigh at hand. Excuse me. Um, verse thirty four says, And take heed to yourselves lest at any time your hearts and uh, be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and the cares of this life, and so that that day will not come over you unaware. Now, if that was the tribulation period it wouldn't come upon you unaware, right? So going back to the the the, the first thing I started reading is it says, and there should be signs in the sun, moon, and the stars. Now we know that the the stars will fall to the earth. Some of the stars will fall to the earth, and the sun will not give its light, and the moon will be darkened. Uh, the sun will be darkened, and the moon not give its light. Um, so we know that there's going to be some climatic events that will be coming upon the work, the earth to shed light on what is going on. So if you take a look at that, planet Earth, planet X could be the reason why um, these things are happening upon the earth. And, and also verse 35, for as a snare should come upon the, uh, those who dwell upon the face of the earth, on the whole earth, actually. And if you look at it, in that sense, it seems that verse 34 and 35 seem to line itself with a particular surprise. So going back to Planet X, could that be in the forefront? Um, and that could that have something to do with the airplane uh, disappearing off the face of the Earth in Asia? Well, we have to stay tuned and see. But um, I kind of butchered that that. Uh, that scripture a little bit because I was trying to get through it real quick and I was sitting from a distance because I didn't want to hit my face on the microphone but I apologize for for not 
but not being able to see it. And then there's some stuff in my glasses. I can't afford to try to clean them when I'm doing the show. But anyway, let, let's uh, change the subject a little bit. And I just wanted to point out some things. Now, Disney, Walt Disney has a uh, RFID bracelet that uses data to bring uh, what they call fantasy to life. So it's going to, I guess you use this um, bracelet for people to check in to the um, the, uh, amusement park. It says the Walt Disney Company is is known for its erotic moves, but uh, deserved a place in Silicon Valley. And, uh, that, you know, if you know what Silicon Valley is, it's the electronic capital of the world, seems like. Because a lot of people came out of California when they were doing uh, computers, uh, and a lot of those people came out of there. Anyway, uh, so y- you go to this place, and on you put on a bracelet, and you're able to have the power to do what you want to do at the amusement park. But the thing that's fascinating is that the RFID bracelet that uh, the family is using on this picture that I'm looking at. It's pretty awesome. And we're one step closer to the mark of the beast. Um, and it, what's been interesting to me lately is, is transhumanism and the, the idea that uh, if you take a mark of the beast or if you take a chip, it goes into your body, dissolves, uh, at least somewhat dissolves, but it takes maybe even just the ink on it, on the top of the surface of the chip or whatever it's going to be, dissolves, keeping the same structure of the chip, but you are able to um, be still tracked, you're able to buy and sell, but it also changes your biological structure and your DNA, which is really weird. Um, and I, and I, and, and the thing about that is that if you try to accept Jesus after you take the mark, it's probably going to say that you can't do it. Uh, he calls us all. Now, there's going to be a cause. Now, would it be some type of a, uh, more than just buying and selling? Could it be that it's a, uh, a vaccine that you need, and he's promising you life. Maybe he's promising you that you can't die. I mean, who knows? But I know that uh, there's a scorpion that goes around biting people, and, and after they get bit, they can't die for five months. Could that have something to do with uh, uh, the chip? That or whatever technology is going to be that goes in your right hand or forehead, could that have something to do with it that uh, you can't uh, buy or sell, but at the same time you don't die? Because the Antichrist is going to have promises that a man cannot refuse, a woman cannot refuse. And um, and I really think that's going to happen in, in the next couple of years. So here, listen to this, and I'll be right back. It's an NBC prediction that uh, there will be a chance to have a chip, and it might be voluntary by 2016, 17, or 18, but it's it's coming where the Antichrist will ask you to take a mark. Stand by. More now of our special coverage here tonight, life in the U.S. in 10 years' time. By that time, there may be all kinds of new ways to safeguard and identify all those things that make each of us unique, our faces, even our fingerprints, even our eyes. Here now with more on the future of technology, NBC's Tom Costello. The year is 2017. You're rushed to a hospital, unconscious with no ID or medical history, but thanks to a microchip under your skin, it's all there. Science fiction 20 years ago, but a biometric reality today. The technology is based on answering one simple question. Am I who I say I am? Already, fingerprints and iris scans verify passenger identities at airports. Within 10 years, that technology may be even more widespread. And look for more complex facial recognition programs that scan a crowd of thousands looking for a single terrorist. Today's facial recognition software starts with the eyes. Then, it maps out the contours of the face and compares that against a database of millions, a database that's growing by the day. 
What's next? At the University of Bath in England, researchers predict big changes for consumers. I think it is possible to free us completely of our wallets and keys using biometric technology, if that's what people want in 10 years' time. In fact, it's already here. The latest home security locks use fingerprints to control deadbolts. And at the Jewel Osco grocery store in Chicago, some customers pay using their fingerprints. No paper or plastic. You don't really need anything other than your hand, and you already got that with you. So will future department stores scan our irises, like in the movie Minority Report, then offer products catered to who we are? Hello, Mr. Yakamoto. Welcome back to the Gap. Experts say that technology is here now. The challenge is to safeguard our privacy in a brave new world. Tom Costello, NBC News, Alexandria, Virginia. Isn't that creepy? I mean, but it's very, very, very useful uh, in the world that we live now. And we have gotten used to technology. Uh, but for me to say it's 2017 or 18, I believe a lot of the things that are happening now is the precursor to this happening. Uh, and the tribulation period for me, honestly, uh, I'm going to be honest and upfront. I believe that tribulation period can happen any day now, or the, the rapture of the church, rather. Um, I believe that it's going to happen when God says it's going to happen. But I also believe that 2015 is a better fit, but at the same time, part of me believes 2014 is a better fit. And some parts of me believe that we could even go a little further, but we're close. Uh, but uh, the, my main my main objective is I'm looking at different things that, is, that, that actually is kind of uh, normal, it's kinda, but it's at the same time it's kind of weird because I'm looking at numbers. And I'm looking at the numbers of the years. And you probably say, well, why? That, that's kind of not making any sense. Well, let me explain something. Um, the number five equals grace. Uh, that's why I, be I believe that prior, I, first of all, I believe that the, the rapture of the church will, will happen in, in this particular time period of the year. And some people will say, well, you know, when those then are, I didn't say that. I said year. I believe it. I believe in the fall feast. I believe it will return back to the fall feast because the first coming of Jesus was the spring feast. The second part of it was the fall feast, and so we see a lot of things happen in the fall. I do believe that um, September will be a pivotal point in history, whatever September it is, and I also think April, the one prior to that September, will be a pivotal point because five months are in between, and the uh, number five will represent grace. I also think that October will be the start of a tribulation period, whatever year it is. October will be the start of the tribulation period. I believe that 2014 represents two sevens, and the middle of the tribulation period will be, what, 2017, the number seven, with the number 10 is, is judgment plus completion. And the number 21, which is three sevens, mean, definitely means the Three, the number three can mean unity, but um, it can also mean, represent the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit of the body, mind, body, mind, and soul. Now we can also take a look at 2015, which is the number grace. 18 means, of course, the eternal number, which represents the day of the Lord. And 22, which is the last book of the Bible, also, which will represent. Uh, 211s which represent judgment and then you can keep going all the way up to when the numbers start getting dull uh, you can also look at um, the generation um, and you can look at the signs of 2000 uh, the blue moons the blood moon excuse me blue moon blood moon that uh, will cultivate between 2014 and 2015 and I'm also looking at 2015 is the last sign which will give God's grace and will be the last sign before he raptures his church out. Now, it can happen in any moment. That's, I'm, I'm just trying to point some stuff out that might make a little, just a little bit of sense, but uh, he's going to come when he's going to come. You know, he's going to come when he gets ready to come. Uh, it can be at any moment now, and uh, I, I say get your house in order. Um, you know, make sure you're in the faith and make sure that Jesus is the center of your life. 
Um, it's not just about going to church and, and saying you're saved or saying you're born again, but you can go and do what you want to do because you're chief, chief of the house or you chief of your own life. Uh, God is, Jesus is Lord, both Lord and Savior. He's not just Savior. He's Lord and Savior. And um, people who do not believe that Jesus Christ is Lord will take on their own life and they would take their own life over. And a lot of people wonder why, when they take their life over, that they have so many vices. And they and they, they have porn, pornography, or addictions, or drugs. And of course, that's addiction, but alcohol. And, um, you know, anger issues, um, stuff that 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 just manifests and you know you hit somebody over the head and you got to go to prison but you're a christian or or you got caught cheating on something yeah i mean there's things where people that happen you know don't feel embarrassed but at the same at the same time feel embarrassed go to go to the cross repent and turn around and say you're going to serve god every day of your life because a lot of people believe that we can serve god in spots well, we it, that doesn't work, folks. You have to give your life to Christ daily. And, we, and it's a battle, but you have to pick up your cross daily. He said that. It's not me making this up. The Bible, Jesus said that we have to pick up our cross daily and follow him. And we're going to do a Bible study on this because it's really important that we understand that it's, it's, it's all or nothing. Jesus said, count the cost. Count the cost for what? Just saying that I'm a Christian. Count the cost because you belong to Christ. Christ, Jesus loves you and he does not want you to stay in your sins. First John says that if we practice sin, we're none of his. Uh, if we practice righteousness, if we belong to God. And we, and, and we know the brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, it says in our Romans chapter 8 that if we have the spirit of God in us, we belong to God, but if we don't have the spirit of God, we don't belong to God. Now, he told the women at the well that you must worship God in spirit and in truth. And that is very true. You must worship God in spirit. The spirit must show you truth. And when you read the Bible, Jesus said you should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds of all the mouth of God. Matthew 4, chapter 4. So, and the reason why I say a lot of Matthew 24 or, you know, John 3, 3, because, or John 3, is because in the original Bible, the verses were not there. Um, so I'm just saying, and, and actually the chapters weren't there either. So when somebody says, why you just don't give birth, birth, you know, I mean, I give it, but I'd rather for somebody to go and and either write me or email me and I give them specific verses and I because I, I don't want nobody looking at nothing when I'm talking and, and just wait till the show's over with then you can look it up but if you want to play the show over with and, and then and then look it up then that's fine um, I'm going to do shows as much as possible and I'm going to do them consistently and I, I'm going to make sure the show gets better so you know uh, you know, maybe if you want to email me and tell me some of the things I, I can do better, including mentioning, you know, verse, a chapter in verse, because I, I've listened to people show them that they don't say nothing about scripture at all. And uh, I don't want somebody to uh, say, well, you, you're not, uh, you're not doing this and you're not doing that. You know, well, I'm good with that. I mean, I, I can take correction, you know. But um, one other thing before we go off, I just wanted to talk really quickly about the Pope uh, and how people, because I had Chris Putnam on my show, and, it's not, you know, um, and we were talking about um, Malachi, St. Malachi's um, predictions about the false prophet. Now, keep in mind, folks, the false prophet must come after the Antichrist. And when this stuff starts to happen, you will, you, by a shadow of a doubt, the Christians who are left behind will know who the Antichrist is. Because he comes before, actually the system comes first. So, let me draw you a scenario. Okay, rapture just happened. You know, you, even if you post-submit, just, just work with me here. The rapture of the church just happened. Billions of people are vanished. Just pretend like you're here. Hopefully you're not. No, I'm not. We're not. But just play with this. Play the scenario for me. Um, I this is what I believe will happen. I believe that the beast will rise first, 
And I don't think it's the UN, and I don't think it's the United States of Europe because it's already rosed. And I don't understand why it's so hard for people because I believe God has blinded the eyes of people. I don't believe it's the European Union by itself. I believe that people are blind to the point where God is going to get a few books out where people actually sit, where somebody, one author or two authors say it's the Mediterranean Union that was started by Nikolai Sarkozy. I believe with my shadow of a doubt that the Daniel chapter 2 beast, uh, excuse me, statue with every nation was there has something to do with the end time Tinto Union. So Babylon, Greece, Media, Persia, all of Rome has something to do with this end time organization. Now, the Club of Rome has the world divided into ten regions. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the globalists are still in charge, or Satan is still in charge. Don't hurry prophecy. Just let it take its course. The European Union is there, and it is the beginning of the empire or the end time empire. But I do believe that Babylon, Media Persia, or let me back up, back up, back back up, Babylon, which is the head of gold, Media Persia, which is the shoulders, Greece, which is the chest and belly, the Roman Empire, a part in the initial stage of the seventh empire spoken of in Revelation chapter 17. So there'll be a empire that will rise up in a particular time of Jacob's trouble, which will return back, go from the Church of Grace, the end time church, back over to the Israeli, uh, Israeli nation of Israel. And it would be the time of Jacob's trouble. And the beast, the Antichrist system, will come up first. Now look at the, I'm going to go to Revelations uh, 13. And we're going to read that together, because I had no plans of reading it, but let's just go ahead and read it right now. Okay, so it says, and I want y'all to listen to this closely. It's still the same thing. It's he did not change it. Don't listen to him. now Malachi's prophecies is not biblical prophecies, so it's a good chance it's probably not a hundred percent. Quit giving Notre Dame and Saint Malachi credit for they're not God, and it's not in the canon of Scripture. So if they get it wrong, just be ha- just be blessed that you even got the prophecies to work with. From them, I'm not saying it's totally garbage. I'm not saying throw it away. It's like the blood moon prophecies is probably going to end up more accurate than those because it's biblical. So there are people out there debunking the blood moon. They should be debunking Malachi Malachi's prophecies. And I had Chris Putnam on my show, and he was an awesome guest. But what I'm saying is, I did not believe that Pope Francis is the person. I think the popes, the Malachi prophecies is off. Maybe one or two popes. But we're close. Don't go somewhere and hide or cry because I'm saying I, I'm nobody. I just got to show, you know, and, and, and God for God blessing, I'm still here to do these shows. So in Revelation 13, it says, and I stood upon the sand of the sea and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea. Now, let's stop there. The beast comes up first. Now, it's in a moment of time. It's it now before this happened, it was probably being curated slowly, but there's gonna it's just like Israel becoming a nation. It, it says a nation should be born in one day. This empire will come up, and it appeared that it was already here, which it is types and shadows, which is the European Union and the Mediterranean Union. Now, the 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 seventeen in Roman Revelation seventeen it talks about five have fallen which are empires one is and one is to come, and then after that another one shall arise who should be the same as the seventh. 
Now, let's look at this for a minute. The Antichrist rises to the scene, and he has to conquer and to conquer, in, in, spoken of in Revelation 6. The Antichrist does not come ripping people, nations apart, and taking them over. Like Grant Jeffries, bless his heart and rest his soul, and he's in heaven. It said, the Antichrist comes by peace, he shall destroy many. So by peace, he comes and starts off with a few. And it says, I, I saw another one, another horn from among them. Among who? Among them, that organization that just came up. So after the rapture of the church, it's going to be an organization, or slightly before the rapture of the church, there's going to be an organization who solidifies its position as the new. And remember, after World War Three, after World War One, it was the League of Nations that was formed. After World War Two, it was the United Nations. And after World War Three, there's going to be another empire. It's the same thing. He says, and I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his heads ten crowns, and upon his head the name of blasphemy. So, and now it goes on to describe this beast. And it's not Germany. It's not Russia like Brother Aaron Baxter. I love Brother Aaron Baxter. He has a good heart. But his prophecies are all screwed up. And I don't have the patent on prophecy either, so mine might be screwed up too from what I don't know. Uh, but it says, in the beast which I saw, and it says it had a leopard, and then it had a bear, and then it had a, you know, dra eagle, and it was called a dragon. You know, it had a, it had a, and I'm, I would read it, but for time's sake, I, I can't read the whole thing. And And then it talks about the first, the Antichrist. And it says, and I saw one of the heads, one of his heads, as it were wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed. Whose deadly wound was healed? It's the Antichrist's deadly wound was healed. And he's the first, this is the first beast. And this is the representation of one of the, the, the horns. He says, and I look and I beheld one of the horns. And it looked like he had a wound and he, be, I mean, and, and this individual person is the first beast. Now the Antichrist represents, is known as the beast also. But the beast comes up before and I saw one of his heads and it was wounded to death and the deadly wounds were, and they worshiped the dragon and gave power unto the beast. Now the beast is the, the empire and the beast in Revelations 13 is the leader. But the beast came up first before the little horn, which is spoken of in Daniel chapter 7. Now, after him comes the second beast. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. And remember Jewish, that's a good sign that he's Jewish and he had two horns with like a lamb excuse me and he spake as a dragon and he exercised all the power of the first beast before him and caused the earth and then that dwell upon dwell therein to worship the first beast so he, the antichrist is being is being worshipped because the second beast which is the false prophet is is causing the whole world to do that and there can be many reasons why and I talked about it earlier that the causing could be a virus the chip is a virus um, um, the chip is a vaccine that heals we, have, we, we don't know yet we, don't, we just don't know yet but my point is this is that Pope Francis is not the Antichrist and the Barack Obama is not the Antichrist. When the Antichrist, when, when, when the rapture church happens, the, the, the mystery, the iniquity have already worked. Only he who lets will let until he is taken out of the way. And in the Gospel of John 14, 15, and 16, it talks about the Holy Spirit coming to suppress evil, to convict man of sin, and, and to be a comforter. 
once the Holy Spirit is taken out the way, it will return. He will return, but he says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So to go back to Old Testament regimen of how people got saved. But he, he would never leave anybody, forsake anybody, so the whole church is gone. Whoever was 100% Christian, following Jesus Christ, obeying what he wants us to obey. So when people say Barack Obama's the Antichrist, Barack Obama's already been here for seven years almost. He's not the Antichrist, folks. Give it up. You're not to be looking for the Antichrist. The Antichrist is not on the scene, and he would not be on the scene until the church is taken out. If you're being, having plans on being left behind, you might just be left behind. I don't have plans on being here. Oh, you got that from some old, some lady that said, you know, made up the rapture of the church in the early, you know, 21st, 20th century. Okay, whatever. It's there in the Bible. And we'll do a, a, a program on that. But see, I want y'all to know that Pope Francis is not the false prophet. And Malachi, we proved our point that 2012 was era. Y2K was era. Malachi was era. Now, I'm not saying that two. Now, if you look at Y2K, we're still in the end time. There's still things that happened that year. We're still close. So when somebody bit off that, common element was an error. Now, I'm not saying Pound X ain't going to come to the forefront, but common element was in the error. So once we believe that and we understand that, we have to understand we are in the end times of the end times. We, we're in the last days of the last days of the last days of the last days. I can go two, two hours from here saying that we are there but Pope Francis is not the Antichrist now the Vatican is where the false prophet is going to rise and and Pope Francis is not going to heaven for right now unless he repents and he's so liberal he's liberal and and what was the weird thing about his Pope is his Pope Francis the man who won over the world in five minutes because he asked for prayer big whoopity-doo he needs to ask for prayer from real Christians so he can get saved. And 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 I I want to really point out real quick before the show go off is that um um uh, the Pope uh, firstly Pope John Paul is honored by Jack Van Empey. I like Jack Van Empey. Don't get me wrong. <coughs> I've been listening to Jack Van Empey for a while. Uh. I've been listening to Jack Van Empey for a couple of years now. And I still listen to Jack Van Empey, but when he starts to um, make, you know, a lot of it, you can tell he gets excited about the Catholic Church. And I'm not saying nobody in the Catholic Church is saved, but the Catholic Church is asking too much to be saved. And we're not saved by works, folks. Now, there's there there's false gospel going around that says that we don't have to do anything to be saved. We don't. But I, I'm going to tell you this. We're saved by faith through grace alone. But grace that is that saves is not alone. Now there's going to be some people still not understanding that and taking that the wrong way. And I'll say it again. Grace saves alone. But grace that saves is not alone. James said that show me your faith and I'll show you my faith through my works. And he said faith without works is dead. So Technically, it's not for salvation, but it is for a living faith, a faith that is ready to obey Christ. Now, Christ gave instructions in the Testament, in the Old and the New Testament, but mainly, just about mainly in the, in the New Testament. He gave instructions. He says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say do? There are people out there who believe that we're saved only by grace, which we, they're correct. 
but they're not willing to obey Christ. He says, should we sin that grace be abound? So another subject is sin. Should we sin that grace may abound? Now, grace, let me tell you, is the reason why you shouldn't sin. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. The same one who healed the blind, healed the sick, raised the dead, healed the, 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 the person that couldn't walk, healed the leopards, raised the, the, the Red Sea so the Israelites can go through many miracles, who follow the Israelites by day with a cloud and a pillar of fire by night. The same miracle, powerful God is the same God that will set you free from sexual addictions and pornography and drugs and alcohol and bad thoughts and anger. And I can keep going all day. He can set you free. The Bible says in the last days, man will have a form of godliness. They will have a form of godliness. There's some people on Facebook with a form of godliness. Some people on YouTube, blog talk, and, and Twitter who has a form of godliness but deny the power thereof. In other words, I will be a heretic because I'm telling people that this power of God can set you free from any sin. And, and before the rapture of the church, you have to be repentant of that sin. I'll say it again. I have sympathy, but before the rapture of the church, we have to be set free. This is when you cut off the radio show. God is not going to tolerate the sin before time. In other words, God says, be ready for an hour that you think not. Why should you be ready? Why did the ten virgins have five had oil and five didn't? Well, the oil is the Holy Spirit. It says in, in Romans chapter 8 that we have to have the Spirit of God in us, folks. God loves us so much that he says, I have to go away. So if I did not go away, I cannot spend, send the Spirit of God to help you. See, Jesus was omnipresent, but he was, only, he was confined to that body. But the Holy Spirit is omnipresent. Which now God, Jesus, is manifesting now as the Holy Spirit who is omnipresent now. If you look at a picture of the universe, folks, God is there. You can look at the, the, the Hubble telescope who have galaxies among galaxies among galaxies. You look at the farthest part point on that picture and Jesus is there. He's omnipresent, omnipotent, omnipotent, God. And he is here to set you free. I don't have a long book to give you. I'm, I'm going to write a book about pornography, but I don't have a long book to give you, folks. It's going to take you to go read the Bible. Why do you need a book to tell you to read the Bible? I just want to do it because people will actually pick up that book, but there's no excuse. We need to go to the Bible. We need to, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word to proceed out of the mouth of God. How do you stop sinning? out of the word of God so God can show you and lead you to all truth. Not only do you read it, he needs to lead you to truth. He needs to lead you by truth. And he needs to lead you through your trial and tribulation through truth. The same one who gave Israel victory in Joshua is the same God that's going to give you victory. You must have victory over sin before you leave. You, you have overcome the world even by your faith. Before your heart stops beating, you need to be clear of all sin. Okay, that's not necessarily true. Now, if people out there would tell me I'm not telling the truth. It's not the same Jesus. We're having a different Jesus. Jesus has power, divine nature. You can touch it. You ain't going to be like, you're not going to be a God. That's the new, that's, the, that's part of some of the new Christianity, you can be God. Who wants to be God? I, I'm the worst God ever, if that's the case. God has given us power. Oh, you can get healed. God can heal you. Look, 
he told the people, say, look, there's something they, 72 people sent them out two by two. And they came back and said, Master, we healed the blind, the sick, and the leper. He says, glory not that you did that, but glory that you, uh, your name is found written in the book of life. So he put them in their place. Folks, we're not here to get prosperity. We're not here to even heal. We're here to give the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The last thing Jesus said was go forth and make disciples. And part of making disciples is the healing process. We are here to give the word of God. We're here for each other. And that is part of the prayer. Getting together and praying for brothers and sisters that they will be healed. And if they if, if they don't be healed, they go home to meet the Lord. And if they're not healed and they're sick, the time Jesus Christ comes, he's going to reward them for going through this. Because the world is cursed, folks. It says, why does, why does bad things happen to good folks? There is no one good but God. Why does it happen to morally nice folks, I guess you can say? Because the world is cursed. That's all I can tell somebody. I'll probably get slapped. But some people need comfort, and you can't tell them that sometimes. They just need to be just a, a listening body. Hugs and, and kisses and hugs. And, you know, and you can slip in that the world is cursed. But they're not going to understand because I understand the hurt. But God is here for you, my friend. He wants to heal you of your sin. It's more important to be healed uh, and, and, and sin taken out of your life than for you to be in sin and still be sick. Because you would die and not make it to heaven. I don't care who tells you. I don't care the best pastor with a seminary out of this world and, and a Georgetown degree. If he's telling you that you can practice sin, that's the new gospel. And you notice, he says, and 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 Matthew's. Uh, let me hurry up and turn there before it's too late. In Matthew seven, he says, "Enter ye in through the straight gate, for for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in twice. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it." But guess what's next, folks? Guess what's next? Right under that, in my Bible, at least it says false prophets. Right under that. So he says, narrow is the way that leads to life, and few there be to find it. But then, watch this. I love the way he has this set up in my, I mean, whoever made this Bible, I think it's, um, uh, uh, um, the king is coming. It says false prophets. Beware of false prophets who come in sheep's clothing. So anywhere, the, the, the narrow way can be destroyed by the false prophet. So it's a straight way. And let me see the chapter before this. You need somebody who's going to give you the message of the gospel in truth and not in error. And then he says, I know, I says, I never knew you. He says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of God, but he that doeth the will of God. Now, false prophet, which is the section before that, verse 15 to 8 to 20, is, is giving you the message contrary to that narrow gate. And verses 21 to 23, I never knew you, or uh, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, but whoever does the will of God, which is in the New Testament and the Old Testament, pervade them. In other words, man cannot live by bread alone. So you have to open up the Bible and find out what you're going to do. And, and it says in Joshua that I should meditate on your word day and night. I don't have the time. You better make the time. And if you don't have the time, allot some time out through the day and read the Bible. Take your time out. It's more important than taking your family on a trip. The trip lasts for a week, but hell lasts for eternity. Well, I'm saved. No, you're not. Not if you're disagreeing with this. It's right here. <clears throat> How can you explain the wide, the, the wide way? That means any preacher, 
in Spokane, Washington, or wherever you live at, can tell you anything. And he can tell you that grace is sufficient. It's so sufficient that it tolerates your sin. And Jesus is telling you in, in, in Matthew 7, 21 verse 21 through 23, that why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you don't do what I tell you to do? It says many will come through this, this broad way. Many will try to enter in and will not come because they're not listening to what Jesus is saying in the New Testament and in the Old. I say the New first because we're close to the New, and the, the, the New is, the Old Testament was a lot longer away, but I'm just joking. But I am saying that I listen to the whole Bible. But to make it simple, read the New Testament King James Version. You say, well, what difference does it make? You don't want your coffee lukewarm or, 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 or watered down. So you need to have the accurate, as much accurate as you can to the original text. But God loves everyone out there. Uh, I'm going to come back on, and I, I'm going to stick to my 30 minutes, even if there is a um, technical problem. I might expand the show to, to make it 30 minutes. But... um. You know, God God is for if God is for you, who can be against you? And it's not about trials and tribulations either. It's about sin. If God is for you, who can be against you? Yeah, it's about trials and tribulations. It's about hanging on, and 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 that's what we're going to preach about on this ministry on, on today on Tuesdays on Wednesdays actually. Is we're going to preach that if God is for you, who can be against you? Ninety seconds. You're not to give up on God. There's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. But sin can separate you from the love of God, or sin can at least separate you, and, and you're not doing what God says, so you might not make it to heaven, my friend. God wants you pure. He says, I, I, he says I'm coming back for a church without spot or blemish. He says, be ye holy, for I'm holy. Well, I can't be holy because I, we're not, humans are not being homely. holy. Humans are not. Only one is holy. Seconds. And that is true. But God wants to make you practice holiness. Practice righteousness. Now you're gonna miss a free throw or so if you're a basketball player. But let me let me go, and I'm gonna come back later and talk to y'all because I'm very excited about getting this word out. God bless. You have been listening to the Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News. And at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on the Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, observe the present, and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus.